0: Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.
1: Friday was Gary Cohen's birthday. What do you get for the TV voice of the Mets? The man who has everything. Not a tie, not a leather-bound book, not even some big drip. Although, the man with that same nickname would be part of a very inventive, immersive birthday experience. How about the second no-hitter? in the 61-year history of his beloved New York Mets. The big drip, Tyler McGill went the first five innings. Then four deputies showed up to help the sheriff finish off the job. Stick around for a special edition Saturday morning podcast, the no-hitter edition of Mets in the Morning. Mets in the morning. Mets in the morning. Oh, yeah. Mets in the morning. Gonna tell you what the Mets are doing. Yes, I'm recording this at 4 a.m. in Europe. Yes, Mrs. Metz in the morning is a little upset. And no, I have got no clearance in the budget to make this happen. I have just appointed myself vice president of creative bankruptcy of the New York Mets. We need a podcast. We absolutely need a podcast to unpack what went down Friday night. Josh Lewin with you, Europe Schmurrup. Uh, When you wake up with a sneezing fit and check your phone and see the Mets have a no-hitter through seven, by God, you get out of bed and take the phone into the bathroom and just let things happen from there. It is a combined no-hitter. The 17th such thing in Major League history and the first time precisely five pitchers combined to do the deed. If uh, any of you guys went to Five Guys for a burger instead of Shake Shack on Friday night, that is called foreshadowing, so nice job by you. A no-hitter from the Mets this year would not have surprised us, right? I mean, Max Scherzer once through two-in-one year as a national, one of them at Citi Field. Jacob deGrom would certainly due for one, but no. It was the guy subbing in for deGrom. Big righty, soft-spoken, late-round draft pick, where's number-something-eight? Sounds like deGrom, but it's Tyler McGill who started it. And here, let's get you how it all came to an end without McGill on the mound, with Edwin Diaz on the mound, courtesy of WCBS Radio.
0: Diaz looking into McCann. Diaz brings the hands together. The 0-2 pitch. Swung on and missed strike three. He got him with a slider. Put it in the box. Five Mets pitchers have combined. Philadelphia Phillies. It is the second no hitter in Mets franchise history. This one takes a village but they get it done and they're celebrating out in front of home plate. All of the Mets clad in their black jerseys for the first time this year jumping on top of each other jumping up and down. It's now a little bit more subdued celebration. They're not piling in from the bullpen as they did for Santana's no-hitter 10 years ago, but they know what they've accomplished. It's a rarity in baseball history, and for only the second time in now what is the 61st season that the New York Mets have been in existence. They have pitched a no-hitter. They have both taken place here at Citi Field. A complete game no-hitter by Santana against the St. Louis Cardinals, and now Tyler McGill, Drew Smith Joely Rodriguez Seth Lugo and Edwin Diaz five of them combined to no hit the Philadelphia Phillies the team that came into this game having scored more runs than any team in the National League congratulations to the New York Mets the second no hitter in franchise history Diaz gets it done by striking out the side in the ninth the final score On an historic night at City Field, the New York Mets 3, the Philadelphia Phillies nothing.
1: Now, it wasn't Howie's birthday, but what a gift for him as well. I know Howie doesn't like the black uniforms, but the Mets wearing them for the first time this year get a no-hitter. And not your garden variety no-hitter. Oh, no. 159 pitches. Most ever thrown in a nine-inning no-hitter. Six walks allowed. Back in the mid-70s, you had both the Francisco Barrios and Blue Moon Odom walk 11 in no-hitters. But, I mean, wow, 159 pitches and all those walks. Last time the Mets had taken a no-hitter into the ninth, it was Johan Santana. Ten years ago, he famously finished the job. Before that, you had to go back to 1975 at Wrigley. Tom Seaver foiled with two outs by Joe Wallace. Shades of the famous Jimmy Qualls game at Shea. Back in 69. So you had Diaz with the strikeout of the side to seal the deal. You had a a Nimmo diving catch back in the third that ended up being kind of a big deal on this one as well. At Rob Gene Segura, who always kills the Mets. I thought that would be the guy that that actually foiled it late. But no, James McCann, the catcher who brought it in, he did the same with Lucas Giolito back in 2020 for the White Sox. And for Buck Showalter, his second no-hitter that he has officiated, Jim Abbott. The Yankee, the one-armed Yankee back in 1993 when Buck was just a pup. So the the hitting heroes, the squirrel and the polar bear. I'm still waiting for the children's book of that same name. But Jeff McNeil, two-run single in the fourth. Alonzo, a home run in the sixth. He struck out his other three at-bats. Robinson Cano, by the way, got booed all night. He's the one man who didn't have a lot of fun. He's now hitting about 170. But here's the deal, guys. Philadelphia had just scored 32 runs in a four-game series. They had come in with a four-game win streak. This was not a mail-it-in kind of lineup. In fact, in the ninth, you had to go through Harper, Castellanos, and Real Muto. Three all-stars right there. The bullpen, though, finished it with the four hitless innings. Drew Smith got a nice ovation when he left. He had the four strikeouts in an inning and a third. Had to battle to get that done. But, yeah, he struck out for all the outs. Joelli Rodriguez will forever be known as a guy being part of this. I mean, here's a guy that until about two weeks ago had an ERA of 10, and that Miguel Castro trade with the Yankees looking pretty good right now. He had a scoreless outing. Seth Lugo finished up the eighth, a fourth straight scoreless outing for Seth. And then we mentioned Diaz. And here he was with Wayne Randazzo after it was over.
2: All right, Howie, with Edwin Diaz. Edwin, did you even know that there was a no-hitter when you went into the mound? Yes, I knew and by the seventh inning because I like to see who I'm facing, so I saw the scoreboard 0, zero, zero. but I, I stay quiet. I just prepare myself to come in the ninth inning to attack those hitters and get the three outs. Your slider looked incredible tonight. How do you know when your slider is really working the way you want it to? You know, in the bullpen, when i warming up in the bullpen, even here in the mound, I got my sled down and away. I know it's good. That's why I keep throwing it. I was spawning my fastball a little bit in the sun to those guys to see my fastball. but my slider was incredible tonight. Oh, the combined no-hitter, a lot of different pitchers have to go through it. For you to be the last one, what what is a moment like that like for you to close out a game like this to be a no-hitter? You know, it's a little bit of pressure because I'm the last guy there, so I don't want to get the bases. But at the same time, i got to make pitches, so I stay calm, make my pitch, and we got the good result. What was this crowd like for you to have it behind you tonight and really cheering you on here with everything on the line for that no-hit pit? You know, back on, we, we got the pitch coming, told me, hey, we're using we use sign tonight because we'll be loud, allowed So, you know, I just prepared myself to game came in the night and de- get the 3 And we, we got lucky today. We, you know, thanks God we got the 3 out. and get, we got, we're going to celebrate now. Have you ever been part of a no-hitter
1: like this? No, never in my life. Congratulations, good job out there, and go enjoy it with your teammate. Thank you, thank you, appreciate it. Uh, Diaz, you had Drew Smith with a great job as well, but the man of the match, obviously, the guy who started it all, that's Tyler McGill, and here he is with Wayne.
0: Wayne Randazzo is downstairs, let's go to Wayne right now. All right, Howie,
2: I got Tyler McGill right here. Tyler, you started this game, it turns into the second no-hitter the franchise has ever thrown. When did you start to think this would even be possible tonight?
0: Um, I mean, I didn't know we even had a no-hitter coming out, but I guess later, deeper into the game, you know, but open held strong, you know, kept filling it up and came away with a no-hitter.
2: Would you have lobbied for another inning if you knew that this was a no-hitter out there?
0: Say that again? Would you have lobbied to pitch more if you knew you had allowed no-hit? I mean, I wanted to throw, obviously, another, but, but you know, pitch count keeping me safe and whatnot, but, you know, everybody came in and did their jobs.
2: What was the chatter like in the dugout as the eighth and ninth innings rolled
0: around and there was still no hits out there? Um, not much. I mean, it's kind of like a forbidden thing to talk about the no-hitter when it's going on. So, you know, just watch and
2: see. What kind of thing for this is the team to be able to have a moment like this, to celebrate jumping up and down on each other like that? You know, how much does that really make a team
0: gel together? It's awesome. I mean, it's an experience once in a lifetime for some people. So, I mean... I'm just uh, excited to be a part of it. Have you ever been part of one before? No, first one. Well, congratulations. Great job tonight. Thanks, Tyler. Thank you. Well, was that Tyler they just got with the Gatorade bottle or the water, whatever it was? Somebody just got doused. Pick your candidate. You know, five Mets pitchers starting with McGill, and then Drew Smith, Joeli Rodriguez, Seth Lugo,
1: and Edwin Diaz have no hit. The Philadelphia Phillies, the Mets winning three to nothing. Tyler McGill, with all those Adam Wainwright comps, same body type, and just throwing it out there. But the opposing pitcher and the Johan Santana no hitter back in 2012, yeah, you betcha, Adam Wainwright. One more person to hear from before we go. Let's hear from the skipper, Buck Walter.
3: Um, it was a great night for uh, the pitchers. Anytime you come off a trip like that, you uh, play in a team that's hot. and you, you know, you're hoping that. You can get a quality start because you know you're facing one of the best pitchers in the league in Nola and you know you're gonna have to have some things happen that don't normally happen to, to win a game that happened you know I got to, I kept kind of looking up there because we're always looking at uh, you know I, I knew early that Tyler you know obviously wasn't going to finish the game just a matter of when and uh, you know he threw close to 90 pitches in five innings that was plenty, but uh, what a job the rest of the guys did. That's a really good hitting lineup, too. It's fun to watch. It was more about, you know, if we were trying to win the game, there wasn't any talk or people moving around and trying not to be superstitious, even though some people might tell you differently. I was just trying to make sure we are in a position to win the game because you drop, you drop your guard against them, you know, they'll be on top of you quickly. What type of pressure do you think each member of the bullpen faced as it got deeper
4: and deeper into that game?
3: I think it was more about the pressure of winning a game and being on top of your game against a very good hitting team regardless of what the scoreboard said with hits. I don't think, you know, I'm sure you'll get a chance to ask them, answer them shortly as soon as they get cleaned up. They didn't get me. I keep thinking somebody's coming in here, but uh, that was fun to watch. And you know, I, it was about winning a game. It wasn't so much about a, you know, the result of pitching well was, you know, they didn't find a hole. You know, Nim made a couple of really good plays. Uh, canna made a good play. I tell you, the first play of the game, you got you got a jailbreak break on the uh, on Segura to third base. And I think that's one of the things that hit me in the spring is uh, Eske's got a little more arm strength than people think he does. That's a long throw. And Mac, you know, that's a proud moment for a catcher to be putting down fingers for, or putting down buttons nowadays for uh, nine innings. I know he was really, he was excited after the game. Sir, hold on, hold on one second. We're going to, Tony, you're next. Thanks.
4: Uh, do you manage that any differently, knowing it's a no-hitter, or if, if there had been one hit, is it is your, your pitching decisions exactly the same?
3: No, we're trying to, I mean, this is April, trying to do what's best for us, uh, put our best foot forward, but also, you know, making sure that we uh, stay out of harm's way physically. I don't want to get Luke out there, Seth, because he been four days. I don't like those guys sitting much. Uh, same way with uh, Joe We knew we had a, a right-hand lineup a lot in St. Louis, so he had had four days. So those two guys needed to pitch tonight regardless of the situation. And, uh, you know, Drew was, was, a, was a good matchup for us. And you mentioned Nimmo, that, that play in the third inning. I believe it was the
4: last out of the third inning. Did you think he was getting to that ball?
3: Yeah, he closes good. You know, I, our... Uh, you know, it's all about the players, but, you know, the, the placement of guys uh, was really, I, I thought, was, was big tonight. Those balls are usually base hits. We, we have talented players that can go get those balls, but also, you know, put them in a position to, to take use of their skills. Tisha? Just what does it say about this team that basically, after McGill was out, each pitcher after him was coming into trying to be lights out in that high pressure situation. Well, I think there was just such a small margin of error with those guys. You know, you're you're a walk and a blast from having a tie game very quickly. And like I've said many times, at this level, everybody's got popped through the order, and you just you can't drop your guard. And I think our guys were more about trying to win a game, and at the end result you know, we ended up with I felt that same way if had been a one hitter. So you know, I just they were good, you know. They were good. They were solid and it was it was it was real. There's a lot of guys carrying good stuff in command. I actually thought Tyler's command was a little off. He wasn't landing as many sliders as he usually lands. But um you know, I don't want to say he made the pitches when he had to, but he made some quality pitches when he had to. Maybe he'll get tired of all those cliches. First time I've been warm in a long time.
4: Andy, uh, Buck, I believe uh, the only other no hitter you managed was Jim Abbott, if that's right. Um,
3: no, I was. I was. Uh, I coached third base for a team that uh, pitched a no hitter and got beat. <laughs> How'd that go? Not much fun. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. That was a great... Uh, that's why balls in the sun should be hits and not errors, and why there should be a team error or balls in the sun. You know, there's a lot of balls that should be team errors. I think a pitcher should get an earned run when they make the error. Zach, go back uh, behind you there. Um, just to kind of follow up on that, Buck, how would you just compare it you know. a... Uh, no hitter with Abbott to this? Well, Everyone's different. I don't know. Was I involved in any other ones? I don't know. I've been involved in a lot. They were real close. Um, I was asking Jeremy in the dugout. I said, hey, gives up a base hitter. You think you need to make a visit? No, just little things like that. You're thinking ahead. You know, I, I told J D. Davis if they tie the game up, you're the first hitter because the way our lineup's constructed. You're going to they're going to bring in a left hand pitcher in a tie game. Just you know, you got to keep coaching. I'm not coaching, but managing the game for the what ifs. And uh, so as far as comparing to Jim, you're saying whole different dynamic. Jim hadn't got anybody out in a while, and we were thinking about taking him out of the rotation. We gave him one more pop and. It was one of those baseball gods things. Just about eighty nine against one of the best hitting teams in the league, and go figure. You go, after the game, you go in and go, where'd that come from? It was just one of those things. But um, you know, when you when you hear people say the first combined no hitter, I think somebody said, in, talking about the history of the Mets. You know, you're talking about seventy something years, right? Sixty. I knew that. Let's see if you were listening. Fourth ever no hitter at City
1: Field, Santana, of course, Scherzer and Chris Heston of San Francisco back in 2015. Scherzer, by the way, will be pitching on Sunday night. For the 32,416 that were there, they'll never forget it. I mean, that's not something you see every day or every week or every year. It was a game that started four minutes late. Just like opening day at Yankee Stadium. And famously, Garrett Cole got all hot and bothered about a four-minute delay. What did the Mets do with a four-minute delay? Now their guy shrugged it off and pitched a combined. No hitter. 15-6 and six is the Mets' record now. We make fun of the Yankees. Like, well, I make fun of the Yankees. But uh, they've got the second-best record in baseball right now. It's a good time to be a baseball fan in New York. But certainly if you're a Mets fan, this is your moment. And uh, for five pitchers, it was their moment. For the guys that got to call it. And uh, Gary Cohen, happy birthday, bud. That, uh, that's really something. This is Josh Lewin. I'm going to try to go back to sleep now. Uh, hope you all enjoyed this one. And don't forget, you got the Francisco Lindor bobble gnome night tonight. And then Max Scherzer are on the bump on Sunday night. We'll be back with our regularly scheduled programming on Monday morning. Take it easy. Let's go, man.